voices It's up to you and me To shine a guiding light and lead the way United by our cause We have the power to pursue what we believe We'll achieve the realization of our dreams Hello and welcome back to New Horizons I'm Vaughan Benison, thanks for your company it's amazing to consider, isn't it, that Australia is all but locked down, all that is except for essential services, and yet we're still able to keep in touch with each other, we're able to hear radio programs and watch television from all over the world, we're able to speak with family and friends and uh, even use video. Our service providers are using telehealth and video conferencing to provide services for us as blind and vision impaired people and people with other disabilities as well. All of that comes via telecommunications and the internet. Back in 2008, in New Horizons, we spoke with Deirdre O'Donnell, who at that time was the telecommunications industry ombudsman. It's interesting to see how things have changed in that time. Last week, I spoke with Judy Jones, who now holds that position. Judy, welcome to the program. Imagine my surprise when I discovered recently that we spoke to the uh, telecommunications industry ombudsman back in 2008. But this is the first time you yourself have been involved with the program, so let's start with you. What's your background? I'd like to start with just acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on, on which we are virtually meeting um, and pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Um, I'm, my background is I'm from New Zealand, so I also like to start um, with the greeting and the language of my country, Aotearoa New Zealand, and say tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou katoa, which means I greet you, I greet you, I greet you all. Um, so I, I, I'm a lawyer, um, well, was a lawyer in New Zealand, and um, then morphed into uh, studying and practicing dispute resolution. Um, and for the 14 years before I came to Australia, um, <clears throat> I ran the electricity or well, the energy complaint scheme um, in New Zealand, which is the energy equivalent of the TIO, the Telecommunications Industry Ombudsman. So that's what prepared me for this role, really, was running that scheme um, and uh, uh, understanding the nature of uh, consumer disputes, um, of providing a fair, independent and accessible service, um, and I just really loving that kind of role. So let's go into some detail about exactly what the telecommunications industry ombudsman is. There are quite a number of ombudsman roles across Australia. Yeah, sure. So we provide um, a free independent uh, dispute resolution service for uh, people and small businesses who can't fix their phone or internet problem with their provider. So we are a, um, a, a country-wide service, Australia-wide service, um, and we operate by phone um, and internet, uh, email, online forms and things, normally from an office in Melbourne. Um, but right now we're uh, completely dispersed and all working from home. So some of the problems we can help resolve include a contract or point of sale issue, a billing problem, um, financial hardship, and then obviously the faults and service difficulties with mobile phones and internet. That's really important at this time because uh, we're all uh, practising physical uh, distancing at the moment because of the coronavirus crisis which has impacted the world in so many different ways. This has uh, meant that we've had to rely very heavily on telecommunications and specifically online access and the internet. Have you noticed an upswing in complaints at this time? 
Um, it's probably too early for us to be noticing them, um, but you're right, uh, that degree of connection um, uh, is really important, physically distant but socially connected um, is, is what I think is very important at this time, and a lot of that social connection has to be by phone or internet, um, and so the providers, um, MBN Co, are all noticing a significant increase in phone and mobile data um, or uh, usage, um, and there will be there will be problems. But um, I, I I play the grat gratitude game, and I'm certainly very grateful that um, the NBN is in the state it's in now. Uh, when we're having to rely so heavily on our phone and internet um, connections. The NBN certainly has had its teething problems, but uh, it's it's not uh, the only, shall we say, the only uh, service provider that's had teething problems. Um, the telecommunications industry ombudsman has existed, I believe, since around 1993, and that was well before the inception of the NBN. What sort of Very issues good. do you find that you most frequently deal with? Certainly at the time when you were talking to Deirdre O'Donnell back in 2008, um, uh, mobile complaints were a big problem at that stage. Uh, it was a peak of mobile complaints. So at the moment, our, um, our mobile complaints about mobile services and complaints about internet services are about equal at about a third um, of our complaints each. And then the balance is um, property issues and landline complaints. Um, so... In the 2018-19 year, we dealt with over 132,000 complaints. Um, so we certainly are a very busy service. Mm. Uh, certainly in 2008, we were told that uh, the TIO was uh, the busiest of the ombudsman services. Do you think that's still the case? Uh, I think it is in terms of um, calls into the office um, and that frontline work that we do, that 132,000 um, consumers that we assisted. Um, we don't have the most uh, uh, staff. Um, the, the new Australian Financial Complaints Authority certainly has more staff than us because uh, of the variety of issues they're dealing with, but we certainly get the most um, frontline calls. Mm. So why would you contact the TIO if you're just a, a standard consumer? Um, you'd contact the TIO if you had a problem with your phone or internet service um, and have been trying to resolve it with your provider and have been unable to do so, then um, you can give us a call or jump online and tell us about your complaint um, on the web, um, and we will then see what we can do to help. And what sort of remedies are usually available for people um, once they get to that point? The first step that we do in our process is to escalate the complaint within the provider, send it off to a specialist team, um, who deal with ombudsman complaints. And if it can't be resolved that way, then we will get in and uh, try and resolve it by talking to both parties to understand a bit more about what happened um, and uh, find a fair and reasonable solution for the issue. What those solutions are generally um, are just getting the problem fixed. So if you've got no service, finding out what the problem is and getting the service connected. If there's a fault with the service, finding out what the fault is and how to fix it. Um, if it's a billing problem, finding out whether the bill needs to be corrected or not. If it's um, a small business um, and they've been without a service or 
had a problem with a service that's caused business loss, then we can also give compensation for business loss uh, where it's connected to the, the phone or internet problem. You'll recognise that Blind Citizens Australia's members, if you like, are generally people who are blind or vision impaired. Uh, But more generally than that, there are, of course, a number of people with a disability in Australia. Uh, Something like uh, one in five people has a disability. Is there anything specifically um, that enables your service to tailor itself to to working with people with a disability? I I think that that the way that we deliver our service um, uh, helps people with disabilities access us so that um, I, I think a lot of people who are at a disadvantage for some reason um, need to be listened to in the first instance and to feel heard and to feel that um, uh, their position um, is respected. Um, and so that's the training that we give our frontline staff. So. Um, we, as I say, we operate by phone or um, email um, or web form, um, and so that's easy for people to access. Um, for vision and blind, uh, for blind and vision impaired consumers, we've worked with Vision Australia to ensure our website and the online complaint form are WCAG 2.0, um, and we're also working on a dedicated phone line for vulnerable consumers, um, which we're hoping to launch next month. Um, We've also recently set up a consumer panel, um, which is how um, we found out about this radio program through Ricky Chaplin from Blind Citizens Australia. So um, getting the message out there and then being uh, approachable when people call us um, on the phone um, is the way that we work. Mm. And I think it's fair to say, isn't it, that outside of this uh, whole coronavirus situation, telecommunications is particularly important for people who have a disability. Perhaps they can't get out of the house or uh, they they can't get the services that they need um, in any other way except via using telecommunications. So I guess a service such as yours is particularly important for people with a disability. Do you know whether there's a higher instance of complaints about telecommunications from people with a disability? I don't think that we have a higher proportion numbers-wise, um, but I think that they are fairly represented in the in the consumer research that we do about our service. Um, they certainly um, are using our service, and, and of course that we're very happy to deal with advocates as well. Um, that's available as well. Um, and certainly in terms of the accessible tele, um, telecommunication services, it's been great today to see um, the announcement of um, uh, the standards um, through Communications Alliance, the industry body, um, for accessible telecoms and supporting that work. For me, uh, the important thing is that people should give the the provider a first chance to resolve their complaint because um, it doesn't matter, you know, whether you're a person with a disability or um, uh, or not. The the sooner you can raise the issue with your provider um, and start talking to them about it, the easier that complaint is to resolve. Um, and so we're there as a backup for that. So talk to your provider early um, and <clears throat> try and resolve it with them. And if that's not going well or you're not able to resolve it, um, jump online or give us a call and we'll, we'll do um, what we can to assist. And one of the great things about our service is about 80% 80 or 90% of the complaints are resolved within the first 10 um, working days um, of people contacting our office. So it, it's a it's a great service that does achieve results. 
Judy Jones there, the Telecommunications Industry Ombudsman. And if you would like further information, you can look at the website, tio.com.au. That's tio.com.au. Or you can contact them on 1-800-062-058. 1-800-062-058. A couple of weeks ago, I put out a call to listeners to New Horizons in relation to Jonathan Craig's editorial in the most recent edition of Blind Citizens News. The questions were, one, does Stevie Wonder have an obligation, owing to his public profile, to speak positively and openly about blindness and vision impairment? The second question was, what do you do when people ask you questions about blindness or vision impairment? Is it something you're comfortable talking about, or would you rather people ignored it and got to know you first? I did promise that callers would be heard on the programme. Let's hear from one now. Hi, Kathy Horner here. Just leaving some um, answers to the questions that were asked on the most recent podcast. Uh, number one, do people like Stevie Wonder have a right to um, use blindness to or make the best of it in their lives? Um, I think they do, and I think that they do that by living it. I mean, he's a singer, and he does it by doing doing his job and using the devices that he does. Number two, would I like to... um, How would I feel about talking about the things I do? Um, I don't mind being asked the question... But sometimes I find it tricky to give the the answer. Um, but I'm always happy to tell people how I do things. And Cathy, it's been a good while since we've spoken, but it's great to hear from you. Thanks for calling in. That ends this week's program. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, call 1-800-033-660. 1-800-033-660. If you'd like to check out the website, www.bca.org.au, bca.org.au. Remember too that Blind Citizens Australia relies on donations from the community and particularly from its members. If you'd like to donate, have a look at the website. There are a number of ways in which you can donate to the organisation. Do take care. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of our dreams Of our dreams